Yo, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to this week's episode of Walking 90. It's been a long time since we did one of those. It's been, what, over a month since our last episode? Yeah, it's been like a month. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, folks. Well, um, okay, to be fair, we do have a record. No, no, we did a interview yeah. right before the Handy Derby. Yeah. That just hasn't been uploaded because Adam's computer has been a mess. <laughs> Just like the show, y'all. We're so sorry. Luckily, y'all had some uh, other League One sources out there that's, you know, done some amazing work. Uh, like, what? Uh, League One on the Rocks. They really stepped up this year. They've done a lot more coverage. Um, yeah. They've they done good work. Uh, League One Updater does some good stuff. League One Under the Sea. Um, so you got other people outside of us just to check out the league and check out their work. Um, we're glad to get back to it. It's been a busy, busy month of June. Uh, life, getting new jobs, taking some time off. It's been recovering. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's been uh, it's been a little busy. Uh, one of our co-hosts probably won't be on the show for us for the rest of the month as she's going to the World Cup. Uh, so have fun with that up. Um, but yeah, Chip's not here either. He's with his in-laws, uh, being a good. Uh, son-in-law and Brandon is somewhere. Yeah, we don't fully know. We know he's alive, but we just yeah. don't know. <laughs> um, probably with his kid. I think between like the five of us on this show, like there's four kids and two of them are yours. Yeah, yeah. And I probably have the most consistent. I probably now have the most consistent schedule of the four of us. Probably do. Probably do. I think I imagine Brandon running around with like his hair on fire dealing with kids, and I imagine Chip like treating his child like a Pokemon. Like, <laughs> just go. <laughs> Meanwhile, Sterling is just I. I can at least just let Sterling be. He took us to the dentist. I didn't have. To, he just sat there. He held a pillow and he watched. They have the TV on the screen at the dentist. Yeah. So he was just able to watch whatever he wanted. So I just sat there. I was like. Oh, this is easy. This is easy. Now I see why my parents constantly wanted to take me to appointments. They get out of work and they can just sit and chill for like an hour. This is pretty yeah. nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, that's the perfect segue. Uh, because there's a lot that happened in the league, and there's two coaches who's going to be sitting on the couch uh for the foreseeable future. So um Sister Valley Fuego has let go of Martin uh, Vasquez and Chattanooga uh, Red Wolves, uh, aka East Ridge, as some fans want to call them. Uh, has decided to part ways with their head coach. I, I, honestly, I can't remember his name right now. Ziggy, I I can't say his last name. <laughs> I struggle he, with it. He won't leave that long. So, <laughs> um, I think when we were talking about ahead of time, I think that would be a great conversation to have here. Uh, we kind of went through the rosters and kind of was just like, you know, what team we take. And there's varying opinions. So we'll talk about that later. But right now, let's just talk about it. Um, both teams at the hold up at the bottom of the table. Chattanooga Red Wolves having the quickest uh, head coaching firing in USL League One history after 12 weeks. Um, Kyle, what do you think led to this, dude? I mean, the team just wasn't good. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> That's if, the answer, there everybody. Is, Have a good night. <laughs> it's, not, it's just they weren't good. They can't defend. It's just a team that lost a lot of talent and they did not do a good job at replacing it um i think that's like the short simple and i've been saying when you bring in a head coach as late as they did it's really hard to try and bring in your style and bring in your ideas 
because half the players that you probably want are already signed to different teams. Right. So and between also, starting late, losing all that talent, and that ta- and the talents that they do have just not doing well. I mean, it's hard to kind of see any positives or really look and be like, okay, at least if they can just build around this particular person, they'll be okay. And we'll talk about it because it's even worse with Fuego. But at least with Chattanooga, it's like they just need a hard reset and to get their guy sooner, which I'm shocked they didn't do that considering they knew they, – they pretty much knew they weren't going to bring Jimmy Oblata back. So why they took so long to get a new coach, they probably should have at least been hiring and looking, interviewing and looking for someone the whole time that investigation and leave was happening. Um. I mean, I also kind of just felt it felt as if like Chattanooga was just like, eh, we could just bring in someone. I mean, they brought in a guy from Nisa, um, who I don't think was relative all that successful at Nisa. He was okay at best. Yeah. So I mean, to come up to USL League One, I mean, look, I know there's some people that think Nisa's better than USL League One, vice versa. I'm not into that whole debate, but I don't think any coach can be successful coming in the point that he came in. And fundamentally changing the style, changing that team. Like, yeah, Jimmy Oblater teams, we know them. He, they were notoriously tough, physical. Like, I think they were a team that cared more about how many fouls we can rack up versus how many goals we can score, and they can score some goals. And the Ziggy team, man, I, the only thing tactically I can tell you that they were were like. It was. It seemed like a lot of ISO ball, like a lot of you win your individual battles and you worry about what you're doing. Don't worry about what the next person is doing. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, and I think that was like the one thing because when they beat Ford Madison, it was very much get the ball on the right, let that winger or attacker take on the Ford Madison left wing back and left center back and win that battle. And that was pretty much like their whole game plan, and it worked. Uh, but that was kind of it. It's they didn't really have any cohesive play. I know Ziggy supposedly was more of someone that wanted to be more possession, kind of be more tiki taka, which also doesn't work that well in Yosel League One unless you have the players fit, like unless the players have the physical capability of doing it. So to try and play this tiki taka short passing like possession base. It's really hard to pull off when you don't have you know that attacking threat and you don't have the steal in the midfield to win the ball back as soon as you lose it. Yeah, yeah, that, that hurts them there. So <clears throat> um, there's a slight rumor going around that Ballard uh, Soccer Club uh, head coach is in the forerunning for the Chattanooga Red Wolves job, so that would be a nice step up for him there and see how they do. And uh, right now I think Fuego is keeping it in-house with Adam Smith, correct? Yes, they're having Adam Smith take over head coach and uh, tactical director for the remainder of the season. Yeah, so if you want to know uh, more about um, this hiring and everything like this, I advise you to go check out one. Uh, check out the Alpha Eagle pod, uh, all the good work they do there. But then also uh, the Alpha Eagle pod just did a, a podcast with League One on the Rocks, um, and uh, they went more in-depth with it there. So go check them out. Uh, tell them we sent y'all. <laughs> I mean, he just sent a text. <laughs> she said, I'm landing in Denver. I can hop on once I get to my gate. I'm delayed anyway. I don't know. Look, as much as I love Ebony, Ebony background, this kind of sucks a lot. Like, 
there was a bug when she was recording this show in a bar, and I was like, "Are you bartending? <laughs> doing the show? Like, what? What are we doing, sorry?" Uh, um, Ebony's a great person. I love her, but her background choices suck sometimes. <laughs> and it's like, oh, yeah. I can just imagine, like, in the background, just her like casually walking to her gate, and then like the gate changes last second, and then she has to like haul ass. <laughs> oh God, yeah, that would not be good. Uh, okay. Um, so we usually don't talk championship on here, but we're gonna talk about it today. Um, because Tampa Rowdy's uh, head coach Neil Collins, uh, he goes on move to Barnsley FC. Honestly, I'm not gonna lie, I'm shocked that yeah. I believe that USL League One uh, side is coming looking this way. And Neil Collins, granted, he's one of the best coaches in uh, America right now. Um, I know some people would. Not want to think that of a USL championship coach when it comes to MLS, but he's one of the better coaches uh, out there right now. I mean, he's pretty much built a winner in Tampa Bay. Since he's taken over, Tampa Bay has consistently either been in the Eastern Conference Final or been in the championship match or right there. It's like them and Louisville have been the two teams out of the East that have dominated. So... I am surprised. I am surprised that uh, like a League One team over in England is taking this chance. I figured maybe it would have gone to yeah, like a League Two or even MLS, something like that. But the fact that it is like a team that has like ambitious goals, um, it's pretty impressive. Like it's pretty cool to see, you know, that coaching move potentially happen. Like that coaching move happen. In a league where you know most of the time, if coaches leave, they're just going back and forth within the league or dropping down to League One or maybe going up to MLS. So the fact that they have someone from USL Championship is, yeah, I, I'm I am shocked. And I mean, he used no, he was never mind. I was like, did he play for them as well? I didn't know if he had played for them in the past or not, but he might have. No, he did, not for Barnsley at least. For Barnes, okay. Um. The only thing I don't like about it is like he doesn't get to finish the story with Tampa Bay, like you yeah. know, go out on that high. Uh, but I mean, take the opportunity when it comes. You never know. When oh it yeah, if you get the opportunity to do this kind of coaching, then you you have to take it. And I think they had just missed out on promotion out of League One as well. So this is probably going to be a team that is going to expect a lot um, from him. Uh, as well, I think, yeah, they lost in the playoff, I'm pretty sure. So, yeah, the expectations are gonna be high. So, I mean, good on him, best of luck. Yeah, most definitely. Maybe as many as Harks goes down to Tampa. Yeah, um, so let's go ahead. I want to ask you this, man, about that. We like top three coaches, real quick, the USL League one that you think can be on the move soon. In a positive way, not getting fired. Yeah. If they – and this is – if they wanted to leave. So, if, if I was Tampa and I looked at USL League One coaches, who would I – I would – Schwabsky, Parks. I'm going back and forth between Iman Zaid and Bradford. Like, if I was looking – I don't know. I'd probably – 
So okay, are we are we are we talking about this now? Like trying to fill the Tampa Bay role if you're looking for USL League One. I was thinking if I was Tampa Bay and I was looking at League One coaches to bring in. If in general, I'd still say Hearts and Schwartz are still two, one and two. However, order you want to put them. Okay, so if we talk about Tampa, we talk about the team top of the East with a sizable budget. That's probably a closely going to give their coach ninety percent power, right? So I I take Bradford out. This is just me. I take Bradford out. I take Harks out. I take Sawaski out. Really? Because I think they those three coaches probably have the most control at their clubs. Oh, I'm just saying, like that's what I'm saying. Like, if this was just I had to pick three and make and just say go ask to see if they're interested, those are the three, like those are the three that you would pick. Realistic options? I, I can only see like there's no real I don't see any realistic maybe Zayed. Iman Zayed is like the only one that like maybe. I think there's two. That Glazer, I think is one. Think about it. Now, one, I don't know how much control he has at Madison, but you tell him, okay, the Tampa Bay job is open. You can come in there, take a Tampa Bay team that's at the top of the East. Well, I think they're fourth in the East. Like one of the top teams in USL League One, and you can take that team and ride. I think he might, he might look at it. Oh yeah, no. Um, Everyone should at least look at it. Because you're looking at a Tampa Bay team that is tied for first on points. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, is I think Zion might I think Zion might be harder. But I think if Tampa's looking for a USL League one, I think Matt is the number one. Cause you, you gotta you gotta think like you gotta if offer Jay the Mims was still there, I would have said Jay Mims. Honestly, if he was still there, Jay might be the number one. If you look at the league one coaches, like Jay, what about Charlotte's coach? (sighs) Unless it's uh, unless it's Charleston, I don't think, right? Like, that's the tough part. Like, there's not that many because if you look at the coaches in league one, it's like. Yeah, you mentioned, yeah, Hartz and Schwatsky already have, like, their own power. Yeah, and the only team I can come, I can see coming for Sawaski is is Spokane. Okay. Just to pull on the heartstrings of coming back to Washington, being close to the Seattle area. That's the only one I can see that happening. But otherwise, it's like, yeah, Bradford probably would be more a younger team that he could, you know, work with and develop. Then you got coaches that have not shown enough. That's not to say they can't do it. I just like Knoxville's coach, Sam Sockley over at Lexington, Dominic over at Omaha. It's like they haven't shown enough to justify, you know, taking over this type of job. And then you got who are, I mean, Chattanooga and Fuego don't have a coach. And then you have Cameron over at Tormenta, who again, would he really want to leave? If he didn't leave, you know if what? he didn't leave this past summer. I, I forgot about Tormenta. Oh, but he didn't even leave no this way. last summer. He was rumored for the El Paso job. Yeah, when you look at how... how and that's how when the stock was highest. But how is El Paso right now? I mean... They're, look, they're second in the West. Okay. I, uh, I'm just saying, if Cameron didn't leave for El Paso this past winter when 
he could have just walked away and everyone at Tormentor would have been like, yeah, we get, we get it. Best of luck. I mean, they already did. <laughs> they already said that. That was the thing. <laughs> oh, honestly, I think, I don't know how I didn't think about Cameron. Yeah, Tormentor, you can sell that to him and be like, hey, look, you don't have to uproot your whole family. Like, you don't have to uproot your whole family. You can yeah. commute. It's probably, what, six hours? <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty, pretty sure it's a farther drive from states from Statesboro to... I'm about to look at it right now. This is like a six-hour flight, maybe. <laughs> You're going to have that layover in Atlanta. Uh, let's see. Tampa. Let's see. How far it takes to get from... Uh, I was really about to type in <laughs> Torment <laughs> Statesboro. I had to remember where they were at. All right, let's see. Also, trying to manage this thread. Oh, yeah, five and a half, six hours. I was right. Is it really? Yeah, six. It is like six. Oh, wow. I I would have expected a much farther drive. No, no. Statesboro is like, I'm not going to say it's on the coast of Georgia, but it's like close to Savannah. But I I also think driving through through Texas is boring as fuck. I mean, yeah. Um, be bored. He better have some podcasts ready. Yeah, but um, yeah, you, you can sell it to Cameron. Yeah. You can sell, you can sell that to Cameron because if the, I don't know, maybe things with El Paso is just like we're not gonna give you a lot of control. I don't know how much control he has there in Statesboro, but I mean, uh, I'm sure he has control to the best of their abilities. Because I mean, yeah. Tormenta is still very well ran, but it's not like they're throwing cash out left, right, etc. Yeah, but if you Tampa. Yeah, oh. three. yeah. So all right, so we got three. I'm assuming we agree agree on Mims. Yeah. We agree, Cameron, do we agree on? I think we can agree on Cameron. Okay. A Glazer. I'd rather do Zion than Glazer, but see, I either think I think either he Iman, because I think Iman stays at Noco. Yeah. Or the Chattanooga job. Like if you're Chattanooga, there's no reason why I, I'm not on a flight after I'm not on a flight after I fire Ziggy. Okay. Local wait, wait. Come home. Yeah. Save the squad. There's no I mean, reason that's also that's that's a good point. That's a good point. That's what I'm, I'm saying. Like, there, I was calling for it last year. Like Chattanooga, you need a head coach. Go get Iman. Yeah. Bring him home. <laughs> and tell him you you got control. Take this roster. Also, no, no, no. Statesboro to Tampa is like five and a half. Statesboro yeah. to El Paso. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Okay. You said El Paso. I thought I thought you were still on El Paso because I was no, like, no, 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 no. I was saying to Tampa. Yeah. Like, that's a fucking long drive through Texas. Yeah, he probably, you know, uproot your family in the middle of the year. You come to Tampa, your kids can stay in school. And you can go visit them. I mean, it's summer vacation right now, so they're fine. Exactly. I don't know if you want to do Florida education, but that's a different for different day. No, they should just stay. They should just stay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, my fault. We were kind of rambling there. Um, moving <laughs> on. Uh, Players of the Month nominees. We got uh, Atiz Dayouf, uh, Billy King. Uh, Liam McKinnon, Grant McGoughlin, and Emiliano Terzaghi. Um, 
knowing the league, they're probably going to get it, give it to McKinnon. But I'm going to be real with you. It's probably is either Trezaghi or uh, Dayuf who I would give I it to. I was going to say, knowing the league, it could be McKinnon. I see it. McLaughlin or Trezaghi. I think Stephen Page should have been nominated. Yeah. Instead of Billy too. King. And that's, yeah. I don't care if someone wants to say a spies, but when a defender gets two goals and two assists in a month and that team won four matches in a month, normally yeah, yeah. that would justify a spot. Yeah, that would. Like what we said before the show, he was like, oh, he's a real He's defender. actually defending. Like, what the fuck? No, we can't have that. Can't do that. Can't give him Absolutely. that award. <laughs> no, can't do that. Um, Real quick, previous week's matches, uh, we got Madison versus Tormenta. That was a one nothing win on the 28th. Uh, NCFC beat Charlotte 2 nothing on the 30th. Uh, as far as the games on July 1st happened, uh, yeah, Greenville beat Madison with a uh, controversial PK, as they would like to say. Uh, Richmond had two PKs, but Chattanooga decided to defend stupidly in those games. And then Union Omaha hung on to beat Fuego one nothing. we think. Uh, that's because there was no Technical difficulties. Yeah, there was no way how to watch the first half. And then if you wanted to watch it locally, you had to log in with Fuego's zip code. It was weird. Also, did you did you hear the announcement for this game? Like, did you get a chance to watch it? Because they no. did broadcast like the second half. So they I, I gave up trying to bother. I was already in a sour mood that Madison lost. And I was like, the last thing I wanted to do. And then when Omaha's match was, he couldn't watch. I was like, okay, fuck it. I'm not going to bother. So they did. So ESPN just took the local rights from like the CW channel. <laughs> and oh, apparently, no. I'm just finding this out. Fuego has their own two announcers. I don't know who these men are. That I've, I remember that from last year. But these two guys, I need them to, I need them to do more games. They are absolutely hilarious. Like not everything they said was like a pure joke, and it was just—you could tell these are two guys that are used to calling wrestling, mm. and they were calling the game like it was a wrestling match. Like, oh, he dived, but he got up. <laughs> maybe, that, maybe that's the key for Fuego to stop. That's what ownership should keep doing: continue pushing those two. Yeah. And at least give the fans something to look forward to. Yeah, give me something. Give me something. Um, no, because so, yeah, yeah, I think Fuego and NCFC are like the two teams that have like their own crew. I'm yeah, pretty sure. Greenville kind of sort of with Ross. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was funny. On the second, uh, you had Tormentas Aggies and uh, Lexington five to one. Um, yeah, that game was weird. Yeah. And then on the fourth uh, game that was delayed for a while, uh, they kick off here to, I think. It kicked off like close to 9 or 10 p.m. in Wisconsin. Yeah, I think it here was pretty late. 11. Um, you had no codes. Uh 3 2 comeback over Charlotte. I went to sleep with this game, but it was 2 nothing. <laughs> Woke up 3 2, was like, wait, what? <laughs> I went to bed, it was um, 1 to 2. And I was like, okay. I, All yo, right. Charlotte? To be honest with you, man, they've had two complete losses this year where I'm just like, how? This is the Charlotte I expected to see <laughs> this year. Like, that game was the Charlotte I had been expecting. The like, questionable defending, the it doesn't what the hell are you doing? They get some good attacking going, but a lot of just who the fuck is defending and what the hell are they doing? Like I, I go back and look at the uh the Chattanooga game and the game that ended 2-2 with Chattanooga with nine men. Oh, yeah. It was just like, 
if you're Charlotte, how do you draw this game? And you had the ball in their box before the game ends. And it's just, I'm sitting there, I'm just like, this is bad. And then to lose a game like this? Honestly, like, it's been a pretty bad, it was a pretty bad June for Charlotte. Yeah. They got the one win against Omaha at the beginning, and then they lost two other matches. They lost to no, to one knocks to nil. Then they drew that game against Chattanooga. Then they lost to North Carolina. And this is, I think all of those losses and the draw were on the road. Yeah. I think they're also a team. Yeah. They've had two, they only have two wins away. Yeah. It's weird, man. It's so weird. It's so weird. Like I, Charlotte and Madison literally spit switch spots. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, but the upcoming games we got uh this Saturday is we got uh Chattanooga versus Noco. Uh one knots uh is gonna host NCFC Madison hosts Fuego, Omaha hosts Richmond, and then on the ninth, we got Charlotte uh hosting Lexington, and then on July eleventh, we got one knocks hosting Noco. So Noco starting to catch up in them games in hand. Um yeah. Cal, what's your vibes match of the week, my friend? I was trying to look at these and see like what I would say Knoxville, North Carolina. I feel like that one's going to be like the most entertaining in a good way Mm. because all these other games, it's kind of like I expect Noko to beat the shit out of Chattanooga. I hope Madison beat the shit out of Fuego. Omaha and Richmond could be interesting, but I I, I think I'm going to go Knoxville and CFC. I think this is going to be one of those games where Knoxville had a week off. They're right on that cusp of probable playoff team, but also one or two losses, and they can really go on a downward spiral. We'll see how a team that came up from League Two handles a full season. And this is probably the point where it's like, do the legs and everything start falling? Like, do they have enough players that have the experience of the league to get them through the dog days of summer? I guess it's kind of like the main thing. So it's going to be interesting to see them. North Carolina has been, you could argue, one of the best teams in the league. They've done pretty well away as well. So it'll be interesting to see how that matchup goes. Uh, um, for me, I'm going to say two, these two teams played. It was only a 1-0 win for North Carolina, and it was it was a pretty close one too. Yeah. Uh, I'll go Charlotte Lexington. I think if Charlotte loses this game, you got Richmond coming up. It's very quickly that Charlotte can be on a downward spiral, you know, um, and really in like the month of July outside of the playoffs where they started June as what, the one seed? Yeah. Like it's very possible it could happen. If you're Charlotte, you might have to start looking at it. I know we just talked about the head coach, but you might have to start looking at him and be like, <laughs> you better hurry up, dog. Um, I think Lex. I think this is a kind of a good week for Lex to kind of get back on track. I, definitely after the five one, it seems like both of these teams need a get right game. Yeah, this is this is definitely a get right opportunity. Yeah. Get right. It seems like a get right game. the sake of your season, right. not like a winner go home, but definitely a can you stop the bleeding? Yeah, this is definitely that. Um, as far as chaos goes, oh, I this one's easy. I'm going Chattanooga Noko, man. Yep. 
I, I, the way how Chattanooga was defending, the lack of confidence in that team. <laughs> this game only goes one of two ways, and I'm afraid which way it's going to go. It could go the way of Chattanooga goes Super Saiyan and was like, all right, we can do this. Because Chattanooga's been horrible on the road. They've been decent at home. If right. they can oddly knock off Noko. Noko can walk in this game and be like, oh, we got a chance to not only put more points in the world with these games on hand, but also pad this goal differential. Oh, bet. Hey, Trevor, all Trevor, come get this hat. <laughs> <real quick. laughs> I was gonna say, this feels like tra- this feels like a trap game. It does. It does. Like this feels like that classic like college football. You're like you have that big. You kind of like a bigger game, so you're playing like Vanderbilt versus LSU. And Vanderbilt goes out of nowhere. Just like you're Wisconsin, you're playing Illinois. Like and you got Iowa next week. It's like okay, we got a bigger game to focus on down the road. We're playing Iowa or Purdue. You should win that. Right. And then that's when you trip and fuck up, especially on the road. Oh my god. Because who does Noko? Yeah. They, they played Knoxville like, Tuesday. <laughs> oh my god. On the road. So they're just going to camp out in um, Tennessee. And they probably look at it one outside. We got to be ready for that because they got height. They can, you know, mess with us. And then they got Omaha at home that Saturday. So they're looking at those three games within a week, and they're thinking, okay, this is the easiest one. We can just – whatever. Yeah, no. Oh, my God. This, this screams trap game. <laughs> I'm, yo, I'm going to look at my phone, and all I'm going to see you is like, they lost a fucking Illinois. <laughs> They lost to fucking Illinois. They lost to Vanderbilt. They lost to, uh, I'm trying to think of like the Big 12 equivalent. I don't even know. Uh, Texas, I guess, at this point. Yeah, bro. It's just like, y'all. Really? Like, they lost to Arizona State. <laughs> God. Over here tripping up against UConn. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, oh, yeah. I'm this feels like Boston College. <laughs> right. Like you just you just look at it, you're just like, bro, y'all gonna lose this game? Like, all right. This is yeah, this feels very chaotic. Like Omaha Richmond could get chaotic more in the chippy way, but not in the what the fuck are you is going on way. I won't be seeing you get a chippy. Like it'd probably be like both teams be like, look, we could get this draw and get out of here. <laughs> it's in the tiny ass field though, and that's why I'm just like, uh Anytime you play in that tiny ass field, you're it's it's a gamble. Yeah, but I mean, maybe so. Yeah. Um, that, that is funny to me. Don't go ghost. Don't go ghost. Chattanooga gets beat three to nothing, and we just all sitting here like, sleep stupid. Well, did it? Because last year Chattanooga beat. No, that was Charlotte. Never mind. I was like, didn't Chattanooga beat Noko pretty badly at home last year? No, Charlotte. Yeah. No, no, I think they, they also know, Chattanooga beat Charlotte uh, stupidly seven to one. But I think last, I think they also beat Noko pretty badly as well. And I'm gonna look that up. If they did, bro, I'm it wasn't as bad as the Charlotte one, but it was I definitely. If they did. I'm about to go put money on this game. Uh, yeah, they beat Noko like four to one at one point last year. Hey, I'm about to go put uh but see the last super sauce with nil nil nil. Even this year was a nil nil. 
I don't know. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna go put twenty bucks in this game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go put twenty bucks in this game real quick. Oh man. Oh my god. This is gonna be so stupid. <laughs> this is gonna be the this is gonna be the game that what this is the ultimate what the fuck happened here. We know what the fuck happened. <laughs> they got the new manager bounce. <laughs> like but they had the didn't they didn't we see last week that, that new manager bounce does not matter? I mean, I mean <laughs> at least for at least for Chattanooga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, that's the funny thing too. They had, they got they fired Ziggy, and then I think they lost like what five to one. Yeah, <laughs> right afterwards. That's when McKinnon scored four goals. <laughs> but then he came back and got the two-two draw against Charlotte with nine men. This thing is dumb. And then play Rich when they had two of the stupidest fouls in the box you ever see. Bro, I still do not get well, they over. alternate dumb shit, decent shit. So this is the decent this is this time they're on decent shit. Oh this is a trap game. This is gonna be so stupid. Oh man. This is gonna be so stupid. All right. Um so we were talking about it earlier. And we're gonna talk about it now. Um what job would you want? So I I took Chattanooga, Kyle. I think you took Fuego, right? No, I said Fuego. Was a, I said I'd rather take Chattanooga. Oh, I'll argue. I'll try and make cases for Fuego. Oh well, I could do you it. Can tell both of us want Chattanooga. Um, I, I mean, I guess it's just making a general conversation the way we were talking about it earlier. But it just seems as if Chattanooga is probably the more deserveable, desirable job. With you know the talent you got there. You still got key pieces like Lombardi. Uh, and, uh, yeah, can't say his name. Um, who else? Espinoza. Uh, Espinoza. It was someone else that was a figure. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, Cardona, Lombardi. Oh, yeah. yeah. So you got a few. Like, there's more to work with there. And I think we said most. Like, I think we said four of those guys were at least like they could go into. Upper tier USL League One teams and either start or be like key bench players. But you look at Fuego's roster, man. It's not too many people I'm taking for this team. Like I'm gonna look through. So let's see. We and we went over. It was kind of like we take them as backups for yeah. like just our like Richmond and Madison. But even just like if you were say you Omaha, Omaha or Knoxville, yeah. Are you really um, taking any of them? Ant-Man, maybe? I'm looking at I don't know where Ant-Man is at. Hurt. Um, Last I heard, he was hurt, but I also don't know. But even then, it's like, if you're Omaha, you still, you'd rather. Yeah. Maybe for one knocks, maybe. Yeah. Um, You know what? Greenville, honestly. Greenville, yeah. No, take that back. Slash that all together. Tormenta. (laughs) Tormenta. I'm going to do that. Um... As you look at the back line, uh, is I don't see anyone. Well, I really want. and the thing is, Chattanooga is just slightly underperforming their XG and everything. Fuegos is full on underperforming. Yeah. Like they're three goals below their. They've scored nine goals. Their attack sucks. Maybe if they had like some homegrown striker, that 
could have solved a lot of their issues, but uh, yeah. Yeah. And then, so like Central Valley's, I mean, Fuego's defense, I don't see anyone I particularly want. I mean, no. I'm trying to figure out like a backup option. It's hard for me to look at anyone. I'm like, all right, I'll take Here's the only argument I can make for Fuego, why you would rather take the Fuego, because that is a clean slate. That is a, you can't get any, like, it is the bottom. You've hit rock bottom. Yeah. There's more flexibility there. You just got to go in and just build the roster how you want. There's like they're they've they're hitting rock bottom. All right, you know what? Let's look. Okay, let's make it a little bit more positive because you know we're. we're, we're I'm, that's what I'm trying to be positive. Like no, it's well, nowhere to go but up for them. Well, I'm saying in terms of like if you could take five pieces from this team and build around, I think so. Chattanooga or Fuego? Oh, uh, Fuego. Let's do Fuego first. Okay. All right, so if it's Fuego, I think Cerritos is one, definitely. Yes. Uh, Jose Carrera Garcia, I would say, is another. Okay. Um, I would take Ramos. Yep. Victor Flock. Forever Victor Flock. And Ant-Man. Ant-Man. Yeah, I think those are the five. I think Either I- Ant-Man or Dulce. I'll take Ant-Man over Dulce. Yeah. That's right. But Deleuze is like on the fringe of like, I can at least see your argument. But yeah, the, you can build around that. At least then you have a pretty solid. You mid-field. you have a Lexington this year. Yeah. Like there's five pieces. You take those five and you break in a little bit more talent each year. You build a def- You get a better defense. You get a competent striker. And you can at least do something. Like it's probably not like you can maybe aim for sneaking in the playoffs. You won't be rock bottom. Yeah. If you can build it properly around those guys. Yeah, obviously. Um all right. Chattanooga on building around. I'm taking Carlos. Uh yep. I, I believe. Uh bye bye bye. Cardona. Uh, yeah, Cardona and Lombardi. Yep. Uh midfield Espinoza. See, they got Espinoza as a tagger on here. On. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I was just, I was just thinking Espinoza in general. Oh uh, well, yeah. Okay, my fault, my fault, my fault. Yeah, Espinoza, Mensa. Yeah, that's five. That's all I'm taking. Yeah, I would take those five and be like, all right, we building a team around this. So we'll then, who has the stronger have- five? I would lead Chattanooga. Fuegos is very much a you need like you would have to build a defense to make it work. If your defense sucks, you're in trouble. At least with Chattanooga, it's like you have a goalie, you have some defenders, you have some midfielders, you have an attack. Like you just got to fill out the other core pieces. Fuego, it's like you have to build, rebuild your defense. You pretty much have to look at what Fort Madison did and say, okay completely scrap the defense and start over new. Yeah. Fuego, I think being there is going to be like, we got the youth. Like, we got Cerritos. He's 22. Yeah. And you can mold him to be. Like, honestly, I, I said this to you. Like, if I'm Richmond, I'm calling <laughs> Fuego and being like, hey, I'll give you 40K for Cerritos and an international spot. 
<laughs> what you want? <laughs> like, yeah. it takes Cerritos and mold them into ME 2.0. Like, I, that's what I would do. Like, just take them and mold them. Like, I think the bigger sell, I think you can sell better with Fuego because I think Fuego's done a poor job of tapping into that. There's also the market. Yeah. And also, I'm pretty sure the league itself is want Fuego to do good because with Santa Barbara coming in next year, like you want that to be, you don't want Fuego to automatically fall away to bottom of the league. Irrelevancy, basically. Irrelevant, yeah, in year three. You know, you want them to be good. Um, I think with Fuego, you can see what Lexington did and have this young group and know, like, it might be rough at the beginning. It might be rough at the beginning of the season, but when you get to May and June, that's when you can start potentially seeing the dividends. You can at least see what North Carolina did and say, okay, this, and like, just be upfront and be like, this is going to be a younger team. There are going to be days where they look incredible. There are going to be days where they look terrible. This is a younger team and that's fine. You can sell, you can make that more appealing than we're going to bring these guys that have league experience and they still are not living up to the expectation. Yeah, I think, I think, honestly, I think that's smart. I think if you're Fuego, I think the best way how to go about doing this correctly because one, their management hasn't shown the ability to be trusted by a coach. Like we're talking about a team that had a head coach to start, fired him, Martin the intermediate, fired him, and then we, you know, Martin Vasquez, who should have been fired at the end of last year, stuck around with him and now they're just now they fired him. I think if you're if if all right, if I was giving control of Fuego, this is what I would do. And you tell me whether or not I'm right or wrong. First thing I would do is I would make let's see, the average age on Fuego right now is hold on. It's not that is 25.5. Yeah. I would get that under 2.5 very easily. And like I would be like, all right. Like I, I think we said you got to rebuild a whole defense. Okay, so my two oldest players are going to be on the defense, but they're not going to be no older than 27, 28. Like, uh, yeah, I would say no older than 30. Yeah, I'm not even touching 30. I'm going 27. No, no, that's like 30 is like the absolute top, and it has to be like 30 can absolute... be the goalkeeper. <laughs> that's it. Like, I'm going youth on this field. Um, and I will also be like, okay, we're going to bring in a bunch of ex youth players from USL championship teams and MLS squads around the California area. Like, mm-hmm. uh, my whole thing, we are recruiting California and Mexico and Arizona. That's it. That All of our talent is coming from either one of those three places. So, yeah. bring them in and you build that. Because I think it's easier to do that at Fuego because I think they have wasted a lot of money trying to go older. And it hasn't worked out where you can bring in youth. It, it looks a little more easy. I think Chattanooga, Chattanooga's ownership has shown the ability to invest. I think just get the proper head coach in. I think you can have a more veteran squad. I think they need. Well, more. it's kind of like the Lexington, Knoxville. It's like, do you go with the yeah. youth movement or do you go with the bring in experienced players option? Chattanooga should go with the bring in experience player option just because in that region, it's like you're going to compete. It's really hard to try and compete. You got Chattanooga FC right there in town. You still have Knoxville. You still have Greenville all by you. That's not including, you know, Birmingham, Charleston. Like there's so much other options 
yeah. in your area. While with with Central Valley, it's like you it's no one else in League One is close to you. Santa Barbara will come next to you, but otherwise no one else is close to you. Yeah. You have that core, you already have the passion and the fan base, like you have the history in that area. Like people want like people want soccer in Fresno to do well. Yeah. And then you can still pick off, you know, the Monterey Bay, the Sacramento, the Oakland, or the Orange County. San Diego, start going a little bit further down in Phoenix, Vegas, Mexico. Like you have other areas as well. Yeah. So I think there is that appeal as well as there's not going to be as much competition in that lower tier because your main competition in lower leagues is going to be what? Nisa squads? More than likely. Probably. While with, like I said, with Chattanooga, you're still having to deal with. Greenville, Lexington, Knoxville, Tormenta, all of that area, plus a Memphis, Birmingham, Charleston, Louisville. It's going to be tough. I mean, also, probably short-term is easier. Like, short-term, you probably want Chattanooga. Yeah. Long-term is probably for you, though. Yeah. If you're given two years, if you're given a year, you take Chattanooga. If you get at least two, you would take Fuego. Yeah, honestly. It just, the thing about Fuego is you just got to gut so much of that roster. Like, yeah. That, like you said, that entire back line got to go. BJF probably got to go. It's so much of that team. You just got to gut. And I mean, this is honestly, I don't think I've ever seen a team get hit harder by losing players than Fuego because they lost. Cheney and Hornsby, and you can just tell like it, it. They have just not been able to bring in anybody that can compete, right? And it was like the Chattanooga. Job. It was they lost a lot of dudes, <laughs> but they they kept some of them, some of the players that were a part of that final yeah. squad. <clears throat> but losing and but they lost so much, and part of it was like Rafa going <clears throat> to NCFC. Um, Galindras, I guess, is now back in championship again. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. But even like Carrera Garcia, he goes to Fuego. And like they're and uh Timmy Mel goes to Matt's. Like they had so many guys, but at least they tried keep they kept some of it. But with Fuego, it's like they lost Cheney, they lost Horn to the like everything. I mean, yo, he's had a big downfall. He it's- should be doing better. And that also I think is part of like why. It's been Fuego is struggling because this is one of the guys that you really expected to step up and be that guy, and he's shown in very short spurts. But yeah. otherwise, it's been it's been pretty. Yeah, I mean, this is just some of the guys Fuego's lost. They lost Cheney, Hornsby, Nathan Smith, yeah. uh, Max Sheffield, Jose uh, Villarreal. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, you go through look at you like oh like they they lost some good guys like mm-hmm. some key guys. <clears throat> oh man, that's that's tough. Yeah, I mean yeah, Craig Garcia has only created six key passes, which is not good. <laughs> Just oh, that's the... oh sorry, no wrong line ten. He's only he's ten. 
keep I mean, having that's not any better. Right. I mean, Ozzy Ramos is got 15. God. That's tough. Um, Wait, actually, I misread that again. No, it is six. Sorry, I was looking at Cerritos. Hey, Cerritos stop. has 10. Just stop. Just stop. <laughs> Carrera Garcia is not having a good year. Yeah, the end. It was probably dead. Um, and I mean, honestly, if you look at Chattanooga, the funny thing is, <laughs> Ziggy brought in two of his own guys, and I don't think they barely started. No. Walter, uh, Walter and Malanga. I don't think they barely even started. Malanga kind of, like, both of them are, they're still kind of up there in minutes, but they're definitely not up, like, <sighs> Chattanooga's just weird, because I feel like they don't know what their best 11 is. Yeah. But I mean, this is what they it lost. doesn't help that their defense is completely shit. So it's like you're just trying to shuffle everything, right? So they lost Jose, they lost Wongolin, Dres, Rafa, Mincigan, Via, Via, uh, Jimmy, Via Lobos. Yeah, I don't want to suck up reading names tonight. Uh, Benton, Hernandez, Navarro, and uh, Jorge Piaz, and uh, whoever their starting keeper was for both of the season last year. Uh, oh, yeah, uh, I forgot, I think it was Tor Saunders. Yeah, Timmy Mill. Yeah, Timmy Mill left. Um, yeah, man. Actually, (laughs) yeah, I'm looking at it. Yeah, Navarro, Bill Lobos, Mexican, did David Texera for a bit, Greg Garcia, Ray Ortiz. Yeah, hey, doesn't look good. (laughs) (laughs) I mean. It's like I talk about something in one team, and I look more at it, and I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> like, I'm looking at who they had last year and who they kept, and it's like Lefe, Aviles, and Mo Espinosa, and Lombardi. Like, they kept those four. This is going to be fun. I mean, and also, you look at it, like, uh, average over age roster, like, we're right. Like, Chattanooga fits more of that old veteran. They had the oldest squad in the league at 26.2. Yeah. And with the most foreigners on the team at 15. Yeah. Um, and I think they're not there in roster size. Actually, North, North Carolina has 35 players. Good God. Well, yeah, <laughs> when you consider half their academy, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That. Um, my fault. Uh, yeah, it makes sense they have that many players. <laughs> right. Uh, and then Fuego is uh, – at 25.5. I, I said I would lower that age to 24.5 real quick. Like, I might even go – you might be able to convince me to lower this to 23, and I'll be like, okay. <laughs> like, we going young. <laughs> you might – honestly, yeah, I was going to say 22, 23 might be the sweet spot. Yeah, we we going young. Like, I'm telling some retailers, like, look, we'll keep you. It will make you the face of this roster. It's pretty, yeah, it's gonna be all right. You do it all, right? We'll try our best to build it, but it's your turn, son. This is your team. But honestly, also, what I would tell him, like, if you want to keep Cerritos, which I really like, Fuego, listen to me. If you are smart, you keep this man at all costs. I mean, um, do not let him leave. I would tell him <laughs> by the time you turn. 24, 25, wherever one comes in two years, we will sell you, but you have to stay for two years. Now, honestly, I would just be like, I'm not, you're not going anywhere in League One. 
if a championship, like if Tampa Bay calls, okay, fine. We'll deal. We'll have to deal with that. We'll make a deal with them. If like Louisville or Tampa or I'm trying to think. It don't matter. It could be Harford. No, I'm just saying. I, well, no, I'm saying if it's a top level championship team, like now, nah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and get some, like, get something out of this. Like, if Sacramento came, I'd be like, all right, this is the price. Yeah, Th- this is what you gotta do. Now, yeah, if it's like Hartford, and it's like, okay, no, just fucking stay here. <laughs> like, if it's Hartford or Miami or like Vegas, it's like, no, don't, don't fuck around with me. <laughs> He's better here than going any of those three. Right. No, nah, I mean, honestly, like... I, but I any think, USL League One team, they'd be like, no, I, I'm hanging up the phone. Oh, yeah. Oh, automatically. Automatically. I don't care what you're offering. I'm hanging up the phone. Right. I think out of those... I think out of those 10 players we named at the start of this, I think Cerritos probably is the biggest value. Yes. Cerritos is the one that you give him another year and he can really do something special next year. Yeah. I think so. I, I think honestly, it, uh, how did he do last year? Let me see. Um, by the way, for all those watching on the YouTube, uh, or wherever you're watching, uh, feel free to drop us a question and we'll answer them on the air. Uh, currently, Twitter, right now, yeah, Twitter or YouTube, you can ask questions. I don't know how to do that on threads. Please don't do it on threads. Yeah, <laughs> I'm still figuring it out. We- so did you hear you pair you can't delete if you made a thread account you can't delete it unless you delete your Instagram? Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. Um, yeah, that's fun. <laughs> I mean, all right. <laughs> yeah, like well, that's fun. Like, Let's see, Cerritos last year at Rio Grande. Uh, no, wait, three goals and one assist, but he had he played eleven, just yeah. over eleven hundred minutes. Oh, my fault. No, that is this year. Sorry. Yeah, that's this year. Last year, he has three goals and one assist. Uh, let's see. Last year. The second youngest player to debut for El Salvador. Uh, he had one goal, two assists. It played roughly 1,100 minutes. Yeah, honestly, and even when he missed a chunk of time. But that's a young, young player. Like, that's yeah, 21. Yeah, honestly, I'm telling you, bro. <laughs> I'll tell him. Yeah, hey. nah. <laughs> <laughs> hey. I would look, him. <laughs> I would look at him in his face and be like, "You saw that run, uh, Emmy got for three years. You about to get that same run, my guy." <laughs> <laughs> hey, go on. Shout out to Alex because he's the one that put it in my head about uh, saying he from Bowie, Maryland. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Come on down to Richmond. <laughs> Learn from Emmy. Y'all can be best friends. Oh man. Two years with Emmy 32. He his number on his jersey is actually his real age. All right. He ship him out with his six golden boots. Cerritos, it's your turn. <laughs> <laughs> you got the legacy. Uh, I was gonna say, isn't there gonna be like a team coming in? Like, I know there's the Bobcats. I, didn't, I for some reason thought there's gonna be like another team coming to the uh, area. Probably. Why is Loudon not making? Loudon have this guy just said, "All right, nah, we're good." Yeah, that's wild. That's the wild thing about this man. Like, <laughs> I, I was surprised he didn't come through. Even dude, like DC was like, maybe. <laughs> we'll, we'll take a look. Well, he's yeah. that loud, and we'll take a look. 
Yeah, like I don't know. So, I'm not saying like he's like a world beater or anything like that, but like still, he can be. <laughs> he can be. The way how I'm building this team out, like, yeah, boy, you can play. I'm just look. All I'm saying is, if he wants to come to Madison next year, he's free to. <laughs> I'm not gonna say no. If I see that, I'm good. <laughs> Either way, he's gonna play Rich on a Madison. The way how we share players, <laughs> he'll make it. He'll it'll, it'll happen at some point. We'll take him first. Yeah. Um, so by the way, I, I know we've been on that for a while. Um, so we'll move on about that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot to break down there. I, you know, we, we've been gone a month. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so this is the league table right now as it stands. You got North Carolina one, uh, Noco two, Madison three, Richmond four, uh, Charlotte five. Greenville six, one Knox is seven, Union Omaha eight, South Georgia tournament to nine, Lexington ten, Chattanooga eleven, and holding up the table is Fuego. So Kyle, let me ask you this, my guy. Who's more likely to get the supporter shield or the wooden spoon? Is it Fuego or North Carolina? Who's more likely? I think it's more likely. I'd say Fuego getting the wood spoon. Okay. Because Fuego's only competition looks to be Chattanooga. North Carolina for the supporter shield, you got Noco, you got Madison, Richmond's still hang like Richmond's still around. Like there's I would say right now, North Carolina definitely has the edge, but Noco's right there, Madison's right there, Richmond's right there. Even Charlotte, if you want to if Charlotte can get over this the slump period. Charlotte can be right there as well. So there's more pe- there's more teams that can contend for that support shield. While for the Wooden Spoon, it's just Chattanooga. Maybe Lexington if things get worse, but I don't think <sighs> like it, it. No, I'll I'll say Fuego getting Wooden Spoon is more likely. I, I'll give it to Chattanooga. <laughs> uh, um, I don't. I, I mean, I, 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 if, you, if I had a bet. I put more stock in North Carolina right now winning this portion. It's just tough because I'm looking at Noko and I'm just like, well, we already got Noko taking the stupid loss this weekend, so that doesn't. Happen. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. That's one game in hand, but they still have another one after that. <laughs> um, it, for, for all of you that don't know what we're talking about, go back a little bit earlier in the pod. There's an analogy between Noko and Illinois that we made. And we're just gonna let you figure that out. We are we are sorry for associating Noco with the likes of a Tennessee, you know, the Oregons. Um, hey, hey, you know what this game about to be? I, I know this Dallas is gonna make you laugh. Noco and uh, who they play? God, um, they play Chattanooga. Yeah, <laughs> this is about to be Tennessee, South Carolina. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Yo, do you. <laughs> I know, but do you remember my reaction to you when you told me Tennessee beat South Carolina in the score? And I looked at you, I was like, Kyle, are you, are you hot? No. There <laughs> <laughs> ain't no way that happened. It absolutely did. I'm just saying, like, this is <laughs> – this is one of those where if Charlotte were to win and this was college football, they'd be storming the field. Like <laughs> – 
Oh my god! All right, um, my, my fault. Yeah, I, I I take North Carolina, um, because I think Chattanooga might get the wooden spoon. I think I think Chattanooga might. I mean, that's fair. I'm just like, ugh, I don't know. Um, so as far as power rankings go, uh, we're not gonna go by the leagues one because we have banned them into the shadow realm. Um. We are going to mess with League One on the rocks. Uh, Shouts out to them. They do a good power ranking. That is a power ranking that there's logic. Yes. These are people that actually watch the league. Uh, so I yeah. respect it. Um, so at number one, we got North, uh, Northern Colorado. Uh, two is four in Madison. Three is North Carolina. Four is Richmond. Five is Greenville. Six is Charlotte. Seven is Union Omaha. Eight is one Knox, nine is Tormenta, ten is Lexington, eleven is Fuego, twelve is Chattanooga. Um, the team that had the biggest jump was Richmond. Uh, they went from seventh to fourth, and the team with the biggest drop is Charlotte. They went from two to six. So, that yeah, is- I you know. I- I have no major qualms with it. I feel like it's very level-headed. I think it's very – it makes sense based off of how these teams have played. Yeah. I don't – really can't. I really want you know about you can flip-flop. It, yeah. it really bother me. That's that's all, you, uh, yeah. Say? I was saying that's like – that's one of those where it's kind of like, okay, do you want to be that harsh on Charlotte? Yeah. Which is fair, but – that's probably the only one where it's like maybe Knoxville a little higher. Like, and we were saying this before we record, like Knoxville could be in that tier of Omaha, Charlotte, even Richmond, if you want to like Richmond Green. Like there is that tier where it's like, okay, these are all relatively interchangeable. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, uh, I, I think, I think that's a good shout out. Shout out. Um, should we do the tiers that we did? I think we should. That yeah, we, we should at least explain the tiers. All right. So um, me and Kyle, before we got on, we were just talking, and we started talking about tiers. Like, well, how would we rank each team, and uh, what tier would we put them in? Uh, so we based this off of the – we used the lead table, not the power ranking. So. No, I, I've said I'm not going to let the power rankings gaslight me this year. <laughs> um, so I think the top two teams in USL League 1, I think we both said was – uh, North Carolina and NOCO. Uh, yeah. So those, those teams are in terror, though. Those, those are the two best teams in USL League One. I fully believe that all roads go through Raleigh this year. I think that is where your championship game will be at right now. Um, I know some people are kind of in that NOCO boat. I don't think you can go wrong with either one. It's one of the – yeah, I feel like it's one of those two, and then we'll talk about the next tier, but it's like – I feel like other than Madison, it's like I not see many teams be able to hang with North Carolina. Has North Carolina played NOCO? I don't think they have. That's a good question. That would be that's definitely going to be a vibes game when that happens. No, they have not played, <clears throat> surprisingly. Oh, that's NOCO has not played. Team. You know what? NCFC. Hey, what time is that game? There's a game on Wednesday, July twenty sixth. That's in Raleigh. Um, the next one is Saturday, August 26th in Raleigh. And then the last one is uh, Saturday, September 23rd. Shit, maybe I'll just fly down to Raleigh that Saturday. <laughs> like, maybe I'll just make a road trip out of it. I don't know. 
Why not? Hey, low key. Um, let's see. One of these games, if they're still one two, we might have to live watch it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm with that. Like I'm with live watch. This, this might have to be a watch watch along. Yeah, that that might that might have to be the watch along game for the year. Um, so the team that's in that next tier, uh, what we said this one was like two point five. Yeah, All right. it was yeah, like. Two. Yeah, 1.5 slash 2, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's Ford Madison. They're not at the upper echelon, but they're not in the next group, I will put, though. Ford Madison's closer to that top two than they are the tier below. Yeah. Like, they're closer to the tier above than they are the tier below just because they have looked defensively stout. They have beaten North Carolina twice. But you still have that stupid loss of the team. <laughs> but then they have the stupid losses to Fuego and Ch- Chattanooga, where you go, "What the hell?" Yeah, that doesn't uh, make sense. So I, they're just they're closer to that top tier than they are the next tier. So Fort Madison is its own tier. Um, and then the next tier uh, we had Richmond, Charlotte, Greenville. Uh, these are all teams that I, me personally, I believe can host a playoff game, and these are all teams that can be in the playoffs. I mean, be on the road. Yeah. This is the four five, like team. This is like the four five area. Yeah. I will say this. I'm um, not. Greenville, I'm still. (sighs) Greenville. A team from this group misses the playoffs. Yeah. No, I, I can definitely see that. Yeah. I will be curious to see how Greenville, because. Yes, Greenville has been on this unbeaten run, but it isn't as though they've played super tough teams as well. Like they played Chattanooga, they played Omaha twice, they played Tormenta. Yeah, the last three wins are against Fuego, uh, Chattanooga, and Madison. Yeah, and I mean, like the Fuego one was a last-minute winner. The Madison one was a dodgy penalty call. So it's not as though, like, the chat one, they won convincingly. But, like, those other two wins, it's not as though they were, like, in control. Yeah. Like, those easily could have been draws. Um, which I think is a bad spot for completely I mean, different. You look at Richmond. Like, Richmond's been neutral the entire year. Like, they haven't been super bad, but they haven't been super good. Like, yeah. there's bad losses against NoCo and um, uh, Charlotte. There's also good wins in there as well, you know? So, I mean, Charlotte's another team. They started off the year, like, very hot. and But now the last four, uh, they lost three out of the last four. And they yeah. have not looked good in those. And no. honestly, they should have lost they – sh- they should have a win against Charlotte. I mean, Chattanooga, but they ended up drawing the game 2-2. If that, that game had gone five minutes longer, they would have lost to Chattanooga. <laughs> right. So – you know, I think those yeah. are all teams that kind of the same direction. Yeah, I just I don't know which of those teams are going to be is going to miss the playoffs, but yeah, I think one of those three will surprisingly miss the playoffs. Yeah. Um and then you got the tier that's right below them, which is I put one Knox, Union Omaha, Tormenta. Um yeah. I will put them in the same box. I think one of these teams will sneak into the playoffs. But I mean, I'd feel more 
This is one of those where do you think Tormenta getting healthy is going to make that much of a difference? That's really the question that it comes out to. Yeah, that's true. Uh, my father's average man's a one two that you roll. Yeah, that's right. Um, I just, I don't know. Like, that's, I don't know which of those three would be more likely to make the playoffs because Knoxville has not been, I mean, they're doing what they need to do. But I feel like actually right now I would put my faith in you, your Omaha. I would put my because technically, technically, they only have three losses. You have seven draws. Yeah, but that's seven draws, (laughs) and a lot (laughs) of those draws were self-inflicting. Should have won those games. But if you can clean up defensively, I can make that push. You can make that push. One knocks. I don't know. My my concern with one knocks is is there enough firepower to get them in to the playoffs? Like That's my concern with Omaha because my concern with Omaha is <clears throat> how much can Noe Mesa really carry this team? Because right now they're pretty much just getting by through yeah. Mesa doing everything. And if he goes through a three or four game goal drought. Yeah, that's true. Who else is scoring goals for Omaha? I um but at the same time, if they just clean things up, they, those draws can become wins. Yeah. And they have one two in a row now. Yeah. And I Tormenta, I mean, granted the injuries have been there. Um but at the same time. You got goalkeeper issues. I think the back line is weaker than what it was last year. <sighs> Outside of, I mean, granted, they've been really understand. bad at home. Weirdly enough, yeah. uh, like they I have mean, one win at home. Great, they've never been a great home team. No, they've never been a great home team. Um, I mean, Cassini is back. Sterling is there now, but I, I still Core is doing pretty well this year. So I don't know. Was, who, I don't know who's the creator in this team. Like I don't know who it's supposed to create. Uh, I'm having a harder time seeing Tormenta get into the playoffs. Yeah. Then, like, I can sell myself a Union Omaha. I can be talked into one Knox. Tormenta, I think if I had to, I would say one Knox. If I had to pick one team, I'd go with one Knox because I have less. They can defensively do enough to get them over the line. I I have too many. I like one Knox has the smallest question mark. Out of the three, see, I think it's in your Omaha. I think you. I think really, like, if you clean up the defense and be like, okay, we can trade the defense. I trust New Who to get me in the playoffs. I really think. That's true. I think if you, your Omaha was to take Richmond twenty twenty one playbook and be like Akira, stand in your head, Noah Meza, you become Amy, <laughs> like. We're gonna get this six seed. We're gonna get probably what they're gonna need to do, and that's the thing. Like (laughs) again, if if Mesa, who's done really well, goes two three games, I'm concerned what the hell Omaha does. Yeah, yeah. At least not. I'll say uh, yeah. I'll go with Knoxville just because they are defensively good enough that. That it that could just get them over the line. I mean, yeah, they have given up the least amount of goals at 14, but they've also scored the least amount at 16. Yeah. So 
it's kind of hard there at that point. <laughs> um, then we have I our next tier, which is just one team. <laughs> yeah, uh, Lexington. Uh, they they're not going to get into the playoffs because I think no. defensively, I think they they're a little they're too weak there. But um, they're, they they'll they'll hold a team in that Richmond Charlotte Greenville tier out of the playoffs. I was going to say they're going to play spoiler. They're going to be a team that you're going to look at the end of the year and see them on the schedule and be like, oh, because look, um, I don't love this. Right. Uh, let's see. Like they have a chance. They really have a chance to cause a lot of annoyance in September and October. Like right. September, they play Greenville. They play NoCo. They play Charlotte. They play Madison. In October, they have Greenville and North Carolina. Yeah. They could really be a annoying spoiler team. Yeah. Honestly, they still they all they they have two games left against Richmond, Charlotte. I mean, yeah, Richmond, Charlotte, and Greenville. Somebody's going to walk away with that with no points. It is going to be the reason why they're not in the playoffs. Yeah. So if you want to get in the playoffs, Richmond, <laughs> Charlotte, or Greenville, beat Just, <laughs> you better look at Lexington and be like, oh, we should. Yeah, we should do better. <laughs> right. Win that game, get into the playoffs. Don't, don't, don't lose. Don't lose that game. Um, matter of fact, let's see who they who they beaten so far. Lexington. Yeah. Uh, Torment Charlotte. <laughs> so uh, Charlotte bet that gets swept by Lexington if they want to uh, not get not miss the playoffs. They've also beaten Tormenta. Yeah, see, see. <laughs> and they I'm close, they like, I'm looking. Beat, ugh, yeah, they came close to beating Madison. Came close. They're they're going to be annoying, in a, in the best way, in the best compliment possible. Lexington will be annoying. <laughs> yeah, they're going to be Tucson last year. Yeah, they just start plucking off teams like. Oh, yeah, we're going to mess up that schedule. We're going to mess up that schedule. Lexington's going to be the team that if a team misses the playoffs, they're going to point and be like, we need, we sh- we should have beaten them, and we did it, and that is why. Yeah. Maybe not in Madison. Like, Madison would be like, oh, no, it was the two losses to Charlotte and Fuego, to Chattanooga and Fuego back-to-back. That's what got you short of whatever goal you wanted. But some of these other teams, it's like, no, we should have won that game. Yeah. We didn't. Yeah, that's going to be the reason. Um, and the team in the last tier, uh, what is this we, tier we six? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, yeah, tier six. Uh, so we literally took the table and folded it by half. Um, Chattanooga and Fuego, and I think we've spent maybe four we years talked a lot about that. Like <laughs> a lot about that. Um, I don't think there's much more to be said, but uh, yeah, there's a reason why they're in the bottom tier. Um, yeah. So, I mean, we only got two teams in their own tier. That's Madison and Lexington. Yeah. And for different reasons. Lexington's just, they're not as bad as the bottom two. But they're they're not as good as the the three above them. Right. And Madison is just more, they are closer to that top two. Just need probably just, they're close, but they're not quite there yet. Yeah. Um, I don't think they have the depth yet to be there. I don't think they got the depth. Because, like, NoCo, I mean, yeah, NoCo 
and North Carolina. I think Doko is superior, more superior at home. Like that, that home is amazing for them. Um, but defensively, um, yeah, I think North Carolina it just comes to depth. Yeah, really. North Carolina can just be like, all right, Louis Perez comes off the bench, and yeah, it sure. Comes to depth. Like, why not? No. <laughs> Madison is one of those most, Madison's best 11 can compete with anyone, but yeah. it's when you start touching that bench, it's like, I don't know, I don't know. Um, so yeah, Cal, anything else, man? You think we need to tap on to go over? Um, it's been a while, we haven't done this in a while. Yeah, it's been a while. Appreciate everyone. We're still working on getting the interview and the drunken live quote unquote live recording. I don't know if that's ever gonna make its way out into the public. We'll see, but at this point it shouldn't. I might just keep it from if I ever get a hold of it, I will keep it for myself. The interview I want to get uploaded because that I think the interview is still worth Yeah, the interview's good. The drunken pod that that can be trash for Ever. That might just be well. Maybe if we ever go the route of like a Patreon, that could just be like a Patreon focus. <laughs> no, we release that episode the day we do our last ever show. <laughs> That's when we drop that episode. It'd be like this is it. This this is in the show. This is how it ends. <laughs> that first and otherwise, son of a. <laughs> awesome. Otherwise, just check out the work that your local teams and people are doing because they're doing great work. Um, That's kind of the nice thing, you know, two years ago, that's what not, there would not have been much out there. And now almost every team's got something and like there's multiple leagues, multiple podcasts that come to the league now. So support Um, as much as you can. Yeah, honestly. No, once again, shout out to League One on the Rocks, League One Under the Sea, El Fuego Pod, um, Alex, who does League One Updater, um, Talking Flock, New Dog Among Magazine, Crane Kicks Lack, yeah, Crane Kick Lacks. Uh, I can never, it's like a tongue twister on its own. Um, Losers uh, and uh, Wine, uh, what was it? Winners, winners, and yeah, winners and losers. I, uh, so no, Losers, Losers, and Liners, something like that. I know he yeah. switched the two letters, they switched it, yep, and then, um. Trying to think who else is out there. I'm drawn to like an Omaha, so now I don't know why. Oh god, <laughs> so many Union Omaha ones. Um, but the, like the main one, I'm. Yeah, I know he's. Oh, um, who gives a hoot? There, there it is. is. There it is. I was like, I know it's blatantly obvious, but I cannot. Yeah. <laughs> of course, River City '93, but you know that's my own that early account. But yeah, man, just shout out to all of them. All uh, the amazing work they're doing to come to the league. It would be great, like awesome if. Every team in USL League One had like a dedicated fan podcast. You could just hear those perspectives, hear those stories, you know. Like we can sit up here, like we try to today, we try to talk about um oh my fault. Also, uh what's Chad Duga's one? Soccer chat? I mean soccer right? chat. And I don't know if the scruffs, I don't know if Knoxville has one, but the scruffs that may yeah, have to be. I feel like there's one for the scruffs. I don't know. But well, like I was saying before. I feel like, like we keep asking this every time. It's like, do they have one? If not, what the hell? Why have they not done one? Yeah, I'm trying to figure that out. We might have to push that button. Um, but no, like honestly, man, shout out to like all of those guys that cover their teams. It's not easy. Trust me, I know. But um, like it makes our job a little bit easier when we can listen to those shows and get insight of what's going on. In the team, and then we're able to talk about it, be a little bit more informed, because um, you know they're closer to the subject, and we don't have any national writers at all or anyone talking about this league, so we're kind of doing the heavy lifting 
of all that stuff. So keep pushing. It's not easy. It's not. Uh, we're not getting paid for this. I was going to say, 99.9% of us are not getting paid. There might be someone that is, but... I think the only one getting paid are, is maybe League One Under the Sea, and that's because of protagonists. Oh, that's so Technically, yeah. Rob Chappell gets paid talking about Ford and Yeah, Madison, but this is like, a job. That doesn't count. <laughs> right, but that's what I was going to say. Like, he, That's a technicality. Yeah. Uh, oh, Knoxville Soccer Pod. Okay. 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 Cool. Um, and uh, new Dogwood magazine because they got a magazine. Y'all got a magazine coming out. Yeah. The uh, release is going to be tomorrow, so yeah. uh, I'm excited for it. I can't make the party, unfortunately, but I have seen the stories that are in there. It's going to be pretty good. So, yeah. If so, you want one, are, hit me up or hit up New Dogma. Those are probably the only two paid people in the league. Everyone else is doing this for free. Uh, so. Yeah. And New Dog was paid by people. Like, it's a paid job. It's not like we're getting paid by the club. It's like people willingly giving money. Yeah. So um, that's that, man. But um, I'm excited for these games. I'm excited uh, for our chat to go off. <laughs> but uh, no code. I am excited <laughs> to leave Madison. I'm I'm excited to get home for the Madison match to see the no code score. I'm just going to be like, fucking <laughs> Arizona State. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna tweet a picture of uh, of South Carolina beating Tennessee, <laughs> and there's only gonna be like five people that understand that picture. I'm just—I can't wait. I'm gonna get home and I'm just gonna look at my phone and be like, "What? All right, <laughs> I'm gonna need—I'm uh, gonna need Zaya to do a press game after that game and be like, uh, so what? What happened today, Coach? Oh, uh, you know, we—we uh... we might have to shoot him a DM and be like." <laughs> All right, buddy. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> He's just gonna hit us with the, you know, the environment got to us, man. Uh, we, we didn't know how to compete in between the lines. We were we were looking forward to Bama. We were looking forward to Bama. Uh, we just <laughs> we're moving on. To, we're moving on to Knoxville. <laughs> The playoff committee is going to sit there and be like, oh, that's a bad loss, man. I don't know. I guess we're the Yo, play- Are we the playoff yeah, committee? USL would had a play. Like, imagine when USL would had a playoff committee. Like, <laughs> bro, that loss, I'll be like, yeah, you are beating at home, but you lost to them. <laughs> Gonna keep, keep you out. You can't lose. You can't be losing. <laughs> That that's an ugly loss. That's a bad loss. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna. Yeah, of course we'll have Omaha. They only had three losses. Those were quality losses. Yeah, they were quality losses. Yeah. Strength of the schedule is gonna come into play. Right. We're gonna have, it's gonna be like on the bubble. We're just gonna have a bubble watch. <laughs> Honestly, Loki, we already got a bubble watch between six teams. <laughs> like between Richmond. Charlie Greenville, one dog, you over in South Georgia, bro. All six of y'all on the boat. <laughs> y'all gotta convince me y'all want to be in the playoffs. <laughs> y'all, I'm gonna start greeting y'all. <laughs> y'all gotta convince me. I'm not, I'm not convinced that nobody wants to be in the playoffs. Everyone's like, uh, yeah, I, I feel like NOCO, North Carolina Bass are all the time. Yeah, we want the playoffs, and everyone else is like, we'll take it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's there. Like, if. No one else will take it. We'll take it. <laughs> right. 
Oh man, those are gonna the funniest thing that's gonna happen. <laughs> I'm just still weak at the fact that a <laughs> that a Chattanooga wins. They're gonna look at Jimmy. No, I'm gonna be surprised. Hey Jimmy, you want the head coach's job? <laughs> like, no, do not do a Chattanooga. Please do not give this man the head coach's job. Do not. <laughs> it's gonna be hilarious. Oh man. Um I think that's our time. Yeah, I, I got nothing else. <laughs> we started in silly hours. Um with that being said, folks, as always, we just want to say thank you for taking the time out of your day uh for rocking with us, for listening to the show. Um, you know, we've been on a little bit of a hiatus, but we'll probably be back uh within two weeks to update you on all the craziness, all the funniness of USL League One. Um for Kyle, uh, for Ab, for Chip, for Brandon. By the way, if you see Brandon, someone check on that man. Make sure he's okay. Like I, he, I hear from him in the chat. I barely seen him on Twitter. Someone make sure Brandon is okay. Like, well, if he's on Threads, I'll look to see if he's on Threads. But that's gonna. Brandon, that's not. We're not doing Twitter anymore. It's gonna have to be on Threads. Yeah, it's gonna have to be on Threads. Um. If you're black, you can follow us. I don't know if we got. Do we have a spill? No, I don't know how to make a spill for just an account. Oh, yeah. Look, I'm barely getting through spilling threads. I. Oh, Gio said Brandon's okay. Okay. Okay, so but what does okay mean? Like, okay can just mean alive. Is he going to games? <laughs> like, okay just means he's alive, and we know he's alive. Just going through it with the kids. Oh yeah, let me imagine. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Brandon went to Brandon's house now with them kids. Um, it was about to be fun. Oh, okay. I'm going to stop this day in the show. Um, with that being said, y'all, we just want to say, oh, trying to make an answer. Ah, that makes sense. Um, with that being said, y'all, we will holler at y'all in two weeks. Um, as always, support your local. Enjoy the show. Um, and if you don't know about the NoCo in Illinois joke, go back in the show. Watch that part. When when you see the picture of Tennessee versus South Carolina, just think no go. If you see that on our, if you see that on our feed on our social media, just listen to this episode. It'll all make sense. Hey, if that get, I know this is like that. I'm sorry. I'm trying to end the show, but if Noco loses to Chattanooga, <laughs> I'm going to clip the Spencer Ratliff after the game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna drive the pot and make this bet right now. Uh, all right, y'all. See y'all next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>